The Tower of London, a historical jewel in the heart of the British capital, has stood tall for almost a millennium. Nestled in the north bank of the mighty River Thames, its imposing structure is a tribute to the resilient spirit of London itself. Inaugurated under the reign of William the Conqueror in the late 11th century, it's a testament to the rich tapestry of Britain's past. Its original design was a simple yet formidable white tower, a powerful symbol of Norman strength from which it gets its name. But as the centuries rolled on, successive monarchs added their own touches, creating an architectural hodgepodge that is as fascinating as it is intimidating. Gothic towers coexist with medieval battlements, their stone walls whispering tales of power, privilege, and often profound despair. Its purpose has been as diverse as its architecture. It has served as a royal palace, a treasury, an armory, and even a menagerie housing exotic beasts from far-off lands. But perhaps its most infamous role has been a prison, a place where nobles and commoners alike met their untimely end. Among its unwilling guests were luminaries such as Anne Boylan and Sir Walter Raleigh, their stories now woven into the very fabric of the tower. Peering up at its turrets, one can almost hear the echoes of history, the clashing of swords, the whispering of secrets in dimly lit corridors, the solemn tolling of the bell announcing yet another execution. Even the ravens that flit about its grounds have a story to tell. As folklore has it that should they ever leave, the tower, and indeed the kingdom, would fall. In the modern era, the Tower of London draws visitors from all over the globe, a testament to its enduring allure. As they explore its vast complex, the line between the past and the present blurs transporting them back to the days of kings and queens, knights and prisoners, all under the watchful gaze of the ancient, enigmatic tower. With the Tower of London, this magnificent fortress with a sombre past, is steeped in centuries of blood, tears and mystery. Its timeline, steeped in ghostly tales, is as follows. 1066. William the Conqueror began the construction of the White Tower, marking the birth of what we now know as the Tower of London. The stones, cold and imposing, could speak of the tower's initial purpose, a demonstration of Norman power. 1100 to 1135. Under King Henry I, the first recorded ghost sighting occurred at the tower, the spectre in question, Thomas Beckett, who was seen striking the walls with a cross. Eerie considering Beckett's turbulent history with the monarchy. 1533 to 1536. The reign of King Henry VIII saw a pivotal movement for the tower, one that forever etch its place in supernatural law. The unfortunate Anne Boleyn, accused of high treason, met her end within the stone walls, 
Her decapitated figure has reportedly been sighted wandering the corridors, perhaps in search of justice, or maybe peace. 1603 to 1618. During James I's reign, the tragic tale of Arbella Stewart unfolded. Married in secret and imprisoned separately from her husband, her lonely spirit is said to roam, seeking the love that was cruelly denied to her. 1941. In the midst of the chaos of World War II, the tower's spectral residents made their presence known. A guardsman reported seeing spectral figures dressed in ancient plating on the battlements, unfazed by the battle that raged in the world of the living. The timeline of the Tower of London is a stark reminder of its turbulent past. Ghost sightings seem to coincide with its darkest days, adding an air of the supernatural to its already gripping history. Each shadowy figure, whether it's the doomed Anne Boleyn or the heartbroken Arbella Stewart, adds a layer of intrigue to this enduring symbol of British history. Are they merely echoes of a brutal past, or do they hint at something beyond our understanding? We'll leave that for you to decide. Within the thick weathered walls of the Tower of London, myriad tales of apparitions persist, each one steeped in the Tower's rich yet brutal history. Ah, the tale of Anne Boleyn. A tragic figure whose life was marked by ambition, scandal, and ultimately a brutal end. Anne Boleyn, the second wife of the infamous King Henry VIII, was a woman of charm and intelligence. Born in 1501 to a noble family, she grew up in Hever Castle in Kent, and her early years were spent learning the arts of courtly love and manners skills that would serve her well in her later life. By the time she caught the eye of King Henry VIII, she was a lady-in-waiting to his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Henry, enchanted by her beauty and wit, pursued Anne relentlessly, even going so far as to break with the Catholic Church to divorce Catherine and marry Anne. This event which led to the formation of the Church of England, demonstrates the lengths Henry was willing to go for his new love. However, Anne's triumph was short-lived. After three years of marriage, and only one surviving child, the future Queen Elizabeth I, Anne fell out of favour, accused of high treason, adultery, and even witchcraft. She was arrested and imprisoned in the Tower of London in 1536. It was here, within the cold, unforgiving walls of the Tower, that Anne met her tragic end. She was beheaded on Tower Green, her last words a testament to her unwavering loyalty to the King. The head was lifted, the crowd gasped, and Anne Boleyn became a ghost of the past. Now why would Anne's spirit be said to haunt the tower? 
theories abound, but the most compelling reason is her unjust and brutal death. Many believe that her spirit, filled with anguish and betrayal, is unable to find peace. Over the years, numerous accounts of Anne's ghosts have been reported at the tower. Guards and visitors claim to have seen her spectral figure, headless, roaming the corridors or near the spot of her execution. One particularly chilling account dates back to 1864, when a guard saw a headless figure in a Tudor-era dress near the Queen's house. Assuming it was a prankster, he charged at the figure, only to fall unconscious as his bayonet passed right through. Anne Boleyn's ghost, it seems, is one of the most enduring tales of the Tower of London. Her story, one of ambition, love, betrayal, and untimely death, seems forever entwined with the history of its ancient forests. Whether you believe in her ghost or not, her tale continues to captivate. The Tower of London, with its tumultuous history, is not just home to the phantom of Anne Boleyn. Other spectres from its past, too, reportedly continue to stalk its corridors, etching their own ghastly tales into its ancient stone walls. Take, for instance, the haunting tale of the White Lady. This mysterious entity is most frequently sighted at the White Tower. Her spectral figure often seen standing by the window, waving to unseen figures. Eyewitnesses recount catching the scent of cheap perfume in the air when she is near. The identity of the White Lady remains unknown, but some speculate she might be the spirit of a past resident, forever trapped within the tower's confines. Attempts to verify this theory, however, have proven futile, leaving her story shrouded in mystery. Next, we delve into the chilling tale of the princes in the tower. Edward V and his younger brother Richard, sons of Edward IV, were imprisoned in the tower in 1483 by their uncle Richard III. They were never seen again, presumed murdered. Over the years, sightings of two small figures clad in white, clutching each other in fear, have been reported. These are believed to be the ghosts of the lost princes. These accounts gained credibility in 1674, when the skeletons of two children were found beneath the staircase of the White Tower. But definitive proof linking the remains of the princes remains elusive. The tower's spectral inhabitants are not limited to human form. An enormous phantom bear was reported to be seen in Martin Tower in the early 19th century. One night, a guard allegedly tried to bayonet the creature, but the weapon passed right through. The guard died of shock a few days later. While this tale might be passed off as the result of an overactive imagination or poor lighting conditions, it nevertheless adds to the tower's collection of eerie tales. 
Finally, we have the chilling account of a phantom procession said to occur within the Chapel Royal of St. Peter ad Vincula, where many notable prisoners were laid to rest. On several occasions, late-night staff reported seeing a procession of spectral figures, seemingly engaged in a somber ceremony. These apparitions are believed to be the restless spirits of those executed at the tower, forever replaying their tragic end. While skeptics might dismiss these accounts as fabrications or misunderstandings, it's hard to completely disregard the sheer volume and consistency of the reports. Science might not be able to definitively prove the existence of these apparitions, but the enduring nature of these tales invites us to question the existence of the paranormal. Are these stories simply a product of our collective fascination with the unknown? Or do they suggest something more? A glimpse beyond the veil? Within the formidable walls of the Tower of London, it seems, the boundary between the living and the dead is not so clear. Peering into the realm of the paranormal, we find ourselves straddling the delicate boundary between belief and scepticism, the seen and unseen. What leads people to report ghostly encounters at the Tower of London, a site steeped in history and tragedy? To unravel this, we venture into the realms of psychology and sociology. One potential explanation lies in the psychological phenomenon known as pareidolia, a tendency to interpret vague stimuli as something known or significant, such as seeing faces in inanimate objects or hearing voices in white noise. In the gloomy corridors and dimly lit cells of the tower, our minds, already primed by the building's grim history, may perceive shadows as spectral figures or interpret the wind's moan as a ghostly whisper. The power of suggestion is another compelling factor. Once we are told a place is haunted, our perceptions can be influenced to align with these expectations. An innocuous creak or chill breeze in an ordinary location may go unnoticed. Within the context of the tower, these same phenomena take on a sinister, otherworldly significance. Cognitive dissonance theory suggests that once people have a paranormal experience, they try to resolve the conflict between their experience and their previous disbelief in ghosts. One way to alleviate this tension is to alter beliefs to align with their experiences thereby perpetuating reports of hauntings. From a sociological perspective, we can't ignore the role of collective memory and cultural narratives in shaping these experiences. Ghost stories are not just about sightings, they are about history, tradition, and shared communal narratives. These tales, passed down through generations, are a part of the social fabric contributing to a sense of shared identity and collective experience. In the Tower's case, ghost stories serve as a symbolic reminder of its bloody past, keeping its history alive in the public consciousness. Furthermore, the Tower is an embodiment of power and authority. The ghost stories, 
particularly of those unjustly treated individuals, can be seen as subversions of this authority, challenging the legitimacy of past deeds committed within its walls. Thus, ghostly encounters at the Tower of London emerge as a complex interplay of psychology, sociology, history and culture. Rather than dismissing these accounts, investigating the factors that contribute to their occurrence allows us to gain a deeper understanding of not just the paranormal, but the human condition itself. The Tower of London's reputation as a haunted locale has undeniably become an integral part of its allure, transforming it from a simple historic monument into a site of thrilling intrigue. These ghost stories, interwoven with the fabric of its history, have become as much a part of the tower's identity as its ancient stone walls and infamous ravens. Ghost tales generate an atmosphere of intrigue and mystery around the tower, enticing those drawn to the unknown. Many visit with hopes of encountering these special inhabitants their curiosity piqued by the promise of experiencing something beyond the tangible world. Such a lure has undeniably proven beneficial for tourism, attracting visitors in droves from around the globe. Commercialisation of these stories has further amplified their reach and appeal. Ghost tours and nighttime walks offer tantalising glimpses into the tower's haunted past bringing the chilling tales of spectral inhabitants to life. Gift shops capitalise on the haunted reputation, offering themed memorabilia that allow visitors to carry a piece of the tower's spectral legend home. Yet, the commercialisation of these tales raises interesting questions about their longevity. On the one hand, it ensures the stories continue to be circulated, preserved in the public memory and passed down to future generations. However, it also poses the risk of the narratives becoming diluted or altered for the sake of tourist appeal, straying from the historical authenticity that lends the tales their gravity. Despite these concerns, the impact of these ghost stories on the Tower of London's reputation remains palpable. They bring a sense of eerie wonder to its historical narrative, sparking interest, intrigue and debate. Whether viewed as chilling evidence of the paranormal or dismissed as the byproduct of an overactive imagination, these stories continue to imbue the tower with a certain mystique, maintaining its enduring allure in the eyes of the world. In our journey to illuminate the spectral tales that pervade the Tower of London, we encounter science, standing stoically with a torch of rationality in one hand and a shield of scepticism in the other. Multiple scientific theories have been posited to demystify the ghostly occurrence of the Tower, offering intriguing alternatives to the paranormal narrative. One such theory focuses on infrasound, inaudible sound waves below the frequency range of human hearing. Certain frequencies of infrasound, particularly around 19 hertz, have been linked to feelings of unease, fear, and even hallucinations, as they resonate with the human eyeball, causing it to vibrate subtly. 
Given the tower's ancient structure, it's possible that natural or architectural factors could create these infrasonic conditions, providing a plausible explanation for the chilling sensations and spectral apparitions reported by visitors. Another scientific explanation revolves around the concept of stone tape theory, suggesting that emotional or traumatic events can somehow be stored in the environment and replayed under certain condition. Given the tower's history of tragedy and trauma, proponents of this theory suggest it's a veritable storehouse of such recorded events. However, this theory, while compelling, lacks scientific consensus and concrete evidence. Electromagnetic fields, EMFs, also present an interesting explanation. Studies have shown that exposure to varying levels of EMFs can cause people to experience hallucinations or feelings of being watched, symptoms often associated with ghostly encounters. The tower, with its old electrical wiring and abundant metallic structures, could theoretically generate these fields, leading to the perceived presence of the paranormal. While these theories offer rational explanations, they don't fully account for all reported experiences, such as sightings corroborated by multiple witnesses, or physical interactions attributed to apparitions. Furthermore, the subjective nature of these encounters makes them difficult to investigate scientifically. After all, can a burst of cold air or a fleeting shadow be definitively proven as a ghost, or simply dismissed as a trick of the light or a drafty corridor? In the end, the paranormal tales of the tower stand at the crossroads of science and speculation, history and mystery, inviting us to ponder the possible existence of the spectral world. Despite the rational explanations provided by science, the allure and intrigue of the tower's ghost stories persist, reminding us that sometimes the questions are far more interesting than the answers. The endurance of the Tower of London's ghost stories seem to rest on the convergence of a trinity of human experiences, history, folklore, and the inherent fascination with the unknown. These narratives, steeped in antiquity and suspense, resonate with our innate curiosity, evoking a sense of intrigue that transcends generations and cultures. History breathes life into these ghostly tales. The Tower, a historic tapestry of power, tragedy and time, serves as the perfect backdrop of these spectral narratives. It has borne witness to beheadings, imprisonments and turmoil, marking it as a repository of human emotion and strife. These events create a narrative tension that feeds into the ghostly tales, giving them a chilling credibility that's hard to dismiss. The spectres of the past, it seems, are etched into the very stones of the tower. Folklore, with its fluid, organic nature, allows these stories to evolve and adapt over time, ensuring their relevance and appeal. Tales of apparitions passed down through the generations weave a rich tapestry of shared cultural memory, 
They provide continuity, linking the past to the present, and allowing us to engage with history on a more personal, visceral level. Finally, human fascination with the paranormal provides the spark that keeps these tales alight. The thrill of the uncanny, the allure of the inexplicable, the human instinct to explore the other. These are the threads that pull us towards stories of the spectral realm. Ghost stories allow us to explore our fears and question the boundaries of our understanding opening a realm of possibilities beyond the known world. The Tower of London's ghost stories persist because they tap into these deep-seated aspects of our psyche. They blend history with myth, the factual with the fantastical, challenging our perceptions and stoking our curiosity. Their endurance is a testament to our enduring quest for understanding a quest that navigates the shadowy corridors of the tower, and indeed, the enigmatic landscapes of our own minds. As we probe the whispers of the past, we are reminded that sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction, and history more haunting than any ghost story. This episode was written and narrated by me, James Deverell. 